pins and the best pins coverage. WXDX FM Pittsburgh, an iHeart Radio station. I read an article that said the U.S. Olympic team was too white. And it does feature a lot of Caucasian types. So I agree. Let's get some black folk in there. Let's teach LeBron to skate. Or maybe the whole damn ball family could take up luge. And after that, let's apply that same discerning eye to the NFL and NBA. Let's get some crackers at cornerback around the Cleveland Cavaliers. Kevin Love looks lonely. Or we could just leave things as they are. The best man or woman gets the job. Best time gets on the Olympic team. It always worked before. Like when Jesse Owens made the U.S. team and kicked Hitler's ass. Jesse Owens, a black guy who somehow made the U.S. Olympic team during one of our darkest eras of racial strife and injustice. Why? Because he had the best time. Sick Again brought to you by 84 Lumber, helping you build the right way since 1956. We got a sad state in our country. We are jumping up our own ass. And I realize mostly it's just a couple lunatics on social media. I got one guy as we speak telling me I should ditch raising money for the Lemieux Foundation and work for gun control. He's trying to make me feel bad about helping kids with cancer. Uh, But sometimes it is more than just a couple lunatics on social media. Sometimes it's more than that. I wrote a column in the Trib about the Tom Bradley hire by the Steelers. Tom Bradley had zero to do with the Sandusky scandal when he coached at Penn State. He was in the vicinity. But some seem to feel that should have ended his coaching career. That he should never have worked in football again and gone away and lived in seclusion. He was a bystander. He was in the vicinity. He wasn't McQuarrie. He didn't see it. He wasn't Paterno. He wasn't in charge of it. He was in the vicinity. On a bigger scale, you got Sean White. He won the halfpipe again, whatever that is, at the Olympics. Uh, He made a woman feel uncomfortable a few years ago. Very regrettable. There was a lawsuit. It was settled. Some team to feel that the lawsuit is the story, not the gold medal. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. The gold medal is still the story. It is in no way invalidated. Nobody got arrested. People make mistakes. And then they got the rest of their lives. Friggin' forgive, like the Bible says, and Jebus, or whoever. My guest right now scored a goal last night, and today they took it away. But that's okay because I bet he scores some more. From the Penguins, it's rookie winger Zach Aston Reese. Zach, they took your hey. goal away. That's criminal. Almost 24 hours later, you must be horribly disappointed. Uh, no, not too much. Um, I didn't even realize that they thought it was me until the announcement over the loudspeaker um, at the game. So I was pretty surprised. But um, I, mean, I didn't even feel like go off my skate, so... 
Well, apparently it didn't. And of course, I'm joking about you being crushed. But, <laughs> but, but, but maybe the lesson is that creating traffic in front of the net like you do has to be its own reward sometimes, right? I mean, it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's just as exciting whether you get to go or not to have your team go up 2-1. Um, and all, all the points and stuff, that stuff evens out. I've started to learn throughout my career. So, Now, what exactly, Zach, are you trying to do in front of the net, especially on the power play? Because it's not as simple as it looks, I bet. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, last night in particular, um, you know, you kind of just take a look at uh, goalies' tendencies. Um, and, you know, some teams will have their D in front of the net, so you try to get off to the side of the net. But with Quick, he uh, he tries to look around the screen, and, and you just got to take his eyes away. Um, and that's what happened. I don't even think he, he reacted until the puck was in the net. Now, now when, when you're in front of the net, obviously you have to not only think about the goalies' tendencies, as you described, you have to be careful of not interfering or getting in that blue paint to get a goal waved off because, Zach, that happens all the time in the league right now. How do you avoid that? How much of it's feel? How much of it's sight? And what do you do if the other team tries to put you in that position? Yeah, I mean, a lot. I, for me, a lot of it's just feel, um, you know, on your back. If you if you feel that the goal is, like, right up on you, it, you might be a little too tight and maybe stepping in the crease. Um but you just got to try to try to get good body position and not allow them to, to get you into the goalie. Now, the organization seems to project you as the next Patrick Hornquist. They feel like you do a lot of the things that, that he does. Do you see that as a valid comparison? I mean, I, I'm sure you feel like you've got a long way to go, but 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 I do see similarities. Um, I, it's, it's, for me, it's, it's tough to just... Uh, you know, say that just because I, I have so much respect for Hornquist and, and the player he is, and what he does is really hard to replicate. But, um, you know, I, I like the way he plays. He plays a hard-nosed game, and, and I try to do my best to replicate that. And, you know, I think developing his skill set over the next couple of years can be beneficial for myself and, and the organization. Well, I, I think so, too. And the one thing I always am curious about when I look at a player like Hornquist is how he feels when he gets up the next morning. I mean, you've 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 played that way for a few years. He's played that way for ten more years, Zach. <laughs> yeah. how, how do you think you'll feel when you're that age? Do you ever wonder about that? Um, I mean, it crosses your mind every now and then, but modern science <laughs> has, uh, <laughs> has brought some good treatments and and all the all the research and um, you know um, resources we have. It's made it a lot easier to take care of your body, you know, with, whether it's nutrition or massages or um, workouts. Um, you know, it's just the matter of putting in the extra time to take care of your body. Now, Zach, you've played a couple games with Sidney Crosby as your center. What's that like? Because to some degree, you being a rookie, it's got to be intimidating. Uh, I mean, I think looking from the outside, it's... it's um, easy to see it that way I mean especially like I watched him growing up my whole like since he his first year in the NHL um but as soon as you're on his line I mean the puck's on your stick and you're making plays and he's just a really nice guy like off the ice away from the rink he just makes you feel like you're you're part of the family and part of the team now, now on the 2 on last night do you feel like you gotta give him the puck I mean how's it look 
if the rookie doesn't give Sid the puck on the 2-1-0. You've got to be thinking that, Zach. Uh, no, I, I didn't even know it was him. I just saw a stick out of the Oh, come on! I just, I, that's what you want to do. You give it over and try to get the goalie to bite one way and then give it back. And um, You know, I was mad at myself that I didn't hit him out of the air because, I mean, that's what guys work on after practice, just messing around his bat and pucks and stuff like that. Um, and then I had the second chance back door too, which was a really nice play by him. Um, yeah, those things happen sometimes. Well, well, now, did he surprise you by giving it back? Because, Zach, future reference, I've, I've covered Sid every day of his career here. He's always going to give it back. But were you surprised when he did? Uh, no, I was, I, I was just expecting it. I wasn't expecting it to hop up like that. Um, so I tried to adjust my body and, and whack it all in one motion and just completely missed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll, you'll, you'll get another chance with, with him in that pass. I can guarantee that. Now, uh, what's it like being in the NHL, you know, and it's still your first full pro season. Uh, you must be very pleased with the timetable. That's a, that's a fairly rapid rise, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, down in Wilkes, it's just the organization, the Penguins organization from top to bottom is just unbelievable. Down in Wilkes, like it's a great team, great coaches, um, you know, and they really take the time to help you develop. Um, I mean, you just look over the past couple of years, the guys that have come up and, and done well, and even this year, um, you know, it just speaks volumes to, to the organization. Yeah, and I think they have a good grip on when guys are ready because when you were in the minors and we had trouble scoring a bit up here and there were some injuries, people said, bring up Reese, bring up Reese, bring up Reese. And, and the organization you know, said, well, maybe not yet. But now that you're here, it seems like they picked the right time because you really do appear to be ready. Yeah. I mean, I was I was struggling early on. I had um, you know some off-site stuff with – I don't know if you heard the tooth and all that. All that yeah, no, I did. Nonsense. Um, but I mean, as, as beyond that, it's just the transition from college life to, I guess, real life and pro life is, is just, um, you know, a bit of a process and that takes time. And, you know, I valued my time down there and it took a little time, but I mean, I think it was really beneficial. Well, we'll stay with that for a second, Zach. It's a bit of a cliched question, but what's the big difference now that you're playing in the NHL? What were the jumps like from college and then to minor pro and out of the big time. What were the biggest differences, let's say, on the ice? On the ice? Um, I think the biggest difference, well, in college you can't fight. So, um, you know, there's a lot, a lot of stuff you can get away with and, and things you can say um, that you might not <laughs> you might not want to say at this level and do. But um, beyond that, just um, the ability to make plays quicker. So... It's all the same plays, but you just got to be able to make them quicker as far as getting pucks on the wall for the breakout, um, playing in ozone you know, uh, cycles and trying to find guys in the slot. Everything has to be a lot quicker. Now, you took the college route and did very well at Northeastern. You made first-team All-American as a senior. How did college hockey, in particular, prepare you for the NHL? I know there's a lot more practice than games, and sometimes I wonder if that's beneficial when I look at all the college players the Penguins have. Yeah, I think um, you have well, you have four years there, like pretty much um, guaranteed. So, you know, it's, if it's not going well your first two years, you still have another two years. Um, 
And I think that's a crucial time because, you know, it's a big difference between when you're 18 and when you're 21, mentally and physically. Um, so just having that, that extra two years, three years, um, whereas when you play juniors, you might not have. Uh, it's just a big growing period. We're talking to Zach Aston, Reese of the Penguins. You're on the home of the Penguins, 105.9 The X. Now, staying with your college days, you were a bit of a late bloomer as a goal scorer, but you exploded with 31 goals as a senior at Northeastern. What do you think made you blossom in that regard? Why did the puck start going in with that frequency? <laughs> I started eating my Wheaties every morning. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it was just consistency in my preparation. Um, we had a really good group of guys there my junior and senior year. Um, you know, and those, uh, the line that's in Northeastern right now, the senior line, they're called the Big Three. They're all having great seasons. Uh, Sakura, Goddard, and Stevens. Um, so, I mean, we had guys like that at the rink every day, pushing each other and working with each other. Um, and then things just started to translate from practice into games and, and before you know it, 31 goals. Well, yeah, I know scoring's a habit, and hopefully it's one you can you can stay in. Uh, and you got your first NHL goal Tuesday, and it got set up by Sidney Crosby. That must have felt amazing on so many levels to get your first goal and have that guy pass you the puck. Yeah, it was, it was pretty special. Um, I think we we only had probably like nine shots on goal in the in the first period. We were, you know, kind of getting a little bit outplayed, so we just talked about throwing pucks on the net. Um, you know, I had a not not the best angle, and it wasn't the best shot. I think if you watch the replay, it's fluttering. Um, yeah, I just wanted to get the puck to the net, and yeah, it's crazy what he can do when you when you just give him some space. He'll put the puck right on your stick. Well, now that you're here in Pittsburgh, Zach, do you think you can stick? Do you think that opportunity exists? I think so. I mean, um, you know. I'm just trying to take it one day at a time and one game at a time. Because um, the thing up here is no matter where a team is at the top or bottom of the standing, it's a tough game every night. Um, you know, every team has their stars, and then they have good players from their first to their fourth line. Um, so I'm just seeing as far as the next game, um, and that's been my mindset. Now the Penguins are going for a third straight Stanley Cup. You've probably heard about that. Uh, even as a rookie, Zach, it's got to be pretty easy to get invested in that. Uh, you, you're barely in the league, and you're trying to help make history. That's uh, That really is a, a daunting thing to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, at any level when, uh, you know, that's on your mind, you just try to try to block out all the noise and, and um, you know, just play your game and, and play as a team. Well, Zach, this was great. Uh, thank you for taking the time. It's good to have you here in Pittsburgh and continued success. We'll see you at the rink tomorrow. Thanks for having me. Sounds good. That is Zach Aston Reese. Uh, what a polite, soft spoken young man. And boy, he'll whack you. I like that part about, well, you can't fight in college. So there's certain stuff you can do and say and get away with. And boy, ain't that the truth. Uh, great to, to have Zach on the show. Thanks to Jen and Jason, the PR uh, gurus at the Penguins for making it possible. We got John Steigerwald at 4.30. You know, you know what? I, I need. Remember when I took like the five-month break from Twitter? Was that about a year ago maybe? I, I do. I had these two jamokes on Twitter. I'm going to retweet some of their stuff. They're trying to make me feel bad about raising money for the Lemieux Cancer Foundation. Listen to this, this one uh, 
This one guy just tweeted. Yeah, it's Mark and Mario who are saving the kids, not the researchers, doctors, other helping professionals, and the vast majority of funding that comes from the National Institute of Health. So me and Mario, we're wasting our time. Mario, if you're listening, how about this? We'll just take that money. We'll go play golf. I'll caddy. People are such dinks. 105.90X.